Welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Music. My name is Ian. And my name is Dave. Dave, fuck all this music shit. Are you ready for some throw ball? Woo! Throw ball. <laughs> throw ball? Yeah, that thing its happening. Oh. It's like in a huge bowl. Oh, oh, you know about that ball. Oh, you're ready. I know you're ready. I'm all ready. Woo! But you caught me off guard with that one. <laughs> I'm like, no way. He's paying attention to football? Yeah, dude, I'm a huge throwball fan. <laughs> throwball, hutball, anything you want. What I love most about it is it's got my two least favorite states in America. It's got, I'm going to say Massachusetts, all of New England, and yeah. then Pennsylvania. I despise oh both areas with yeah. everything I have. Dude, Pennsylvania. Oh, fuck Pennsylvania. The only good thing about them is sometimes they have very good bands from them. Yeah. That's about it. Because they're so bored. They have nothing else to do. The Super Bowl is now, for this year, two teams that I hate, or at least two states that I hate, plus yeah. tons of commercials, plus really shitty music. Oh, you excited for that halftime performance? Yeah, what an amazing thing. I can't wait to watch it. <laughs> I knew it. Well, I know you're a little still hurt because the Pats beat your team. So yeah, I'm still very hurt, actually. <laughs> I'm glad you don't pay attention that well because you could have really, really got the best of me a couple episodes ago. I did think about digging that knife in a little bit and just twisting, yeah. but you know, I'm I'm a very nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> actually, the the Patriots and the Eagles I read today are the second and third most hated football teams in the league. So. It makes sense. And yeah, they'll get huge fun. ratings for it, though, too. Oh, my God, yeah. Look, all I have to say is bring on the XFL. Oh, bring it on 2020. Damn straight, man. I can't wait to do the pre-show for that. <laughs> We're doing Ian Hates XFL. It's going to be awesome. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, I'd listen every week. Everyone would. Be fucking yep. awesome. Ugh. There's not a podcast for it yet. That's what I'm saying. I already put it out there. If anyone does it. They ripped me off. Yeah, we're here first. <laughs> Always. <laughs> All right. Enough of this bullshit. Enough of this banter. It's time to get to scene news. All right, everyone. It is scene news time. And we start off today with some quick stories. The first one is the family of Paul Gray. He used to be the bassist for Slipknot. He passed away in 2010. His family recently won a settlement for his wrongful death. 
pretty crazy. I'm surprised this is really even covered, honestly. <laughs> well, they don't even go into detail, like yeah. how much money or anything like that. But that is a really good thing for his family. I mean, it was yeah. really shitty how he passed away. I mean, I believe, I don't think it's alleged, I believe he overdosed on morphine and then yep. like a synthetic morphine. Yeah. And as many people know, doctors have been known to overprescribe Oxycontin and other pain relievers. So yeah, it works for some people, but other people, it's just a gateway to terrible things happening. Usually a gateway, but yeah, definitely. Good for the family, and really, that's all we got because there's no other news for this. No, it was it was a typical alt press article where we're not going to tell you much. <laughs> Fuck them. That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, another quick one. They have a cast for the Motley Crue movie, I guess, and I never knew anyone wanted a Motley Crue movie, (laughs) but apparently it is. And I mean, here's the best part. Tommy Lee's character is going to be played by Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, perfect. Oh, yes. Machine Gun Kelly. Thank you for representing Ohio and just really putting this place to shame. (laughs) Even more, really. Oh, my God. I have such a horrible joke. (laughs) pretty offensive oh super offensive (laughs) i don't know i don't know if the people can handle it dave i don't know if you want to take offense joke from me i'm so cold man it's well that's the truth that's why i had to tell you off air yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so really I don't care about this. Fuck this. I think that's going to be the theme of our show today is just fuck yeah. this. Fuck this. <laughs> Three new, almost every news article, fuck this. Here's another one. Bleeding Through might be making a comeback. Maybe a new oh. album, maybe something coming out this year, who knows. I don't even know who really Bleeding Through is, so fuck this. Well, you should probably do your research on that one. <laughs> They're pretty good. I, 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 they're, they're pretty good or they're really good? I would say pretty good. Okay. Like, I know you're not huge on as much of the hardcore music. Yeah. Here's another quick one. See, look at this. We're just running through these because we know people don't really care about news as much if we don't have much to say about it. So here's a quick one. Dave Mustaine says that he would love to do one more Big Four show before Slayer calls it quits with their farewell tour. So do you know who the top four are or the Big Four? Um... Not exactly. I just know Dave Mustaine is one of the worst names ever. You don't like Mustangs? Dave Mustaine. Dave Mustaine. It doesn't even sound good. <laughs> All the kids on the playground are constantly calling yep. him Stain. I gotcha. Yep. So the big four are Slayer, Anthrax, Megadeth, and Metallica. Okay. So makes sense. Yeah, I would like to see that. Um. Well, you think Metallica plays new stuff, old stuff? What do you think? Old stuff. Hopefully. By the way, I don't know if I've ever told this story before on air, but I had visited home probably a few years ago, and I was looking through like really old you know, memorabilia from concerts and whatnot, and yeah. I found a ticket that apparently I went to see Metallica. Oh, apparently? Yeah, sometime when I was in Nebraska. So this is a little Ooh. while ago. And I have no recollection of that concert whatsoever. <laughs> I remember every single show that I've been to. I have never, ever been drunk at a show. 
if I drive to a show, I'd never drink anything. Yeah. Really weird. I cannot remember if I went to that show or not, but I do have a ticket that has a hole punched in it. Wow. I don't know. Maybe they're just not memorable. I don't know. I've done that. I don't think I would ever do that with a show, but I know I've done it with a like to a movie theater. I found a movie ticket. I'm like, I didn't see that in theaters. Turns out I did. I just can't remember one bit of it. Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, uh, Fifty Shades uh, Darker. Darker. Actually. Do you have your yeah. advance ticket for Fifty Shades Free Freedom? Freedom. Is there really another one? Yeah, man. We're doing Ian hates love on it. Oh damn. Fuck yeah. So hot, that girl. She's so hot. I haven't seen any of those movies. <laughs> How's that for an attractive sound? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay. Next up, Rock USA have announced their big festival. It happens in Wisconsin, of oh all places. God. I know, right? <laughs> but the concert doesn't look that bad. It's three days. Thir- well, which is kind of weird. It starts on a Thursday. So yeah. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. But Godsmack, Rob Zombie, Marilyn Manson, Bush, Nonpoint, Seven Dust, Under Oath. Like, there are a shit ton of really, really great bands. I didn't even mention nothing more. Bear Tooth. Like, I'm looking at the list right now. I'm not going to read everyone. But there are a lot of really fucking good bands here. Yeah, like Master Flames is even making the trip. Oh, shit. I didn't realize they're like the smallest font possible I know, on that page. Their name's so long. Um, and, uh, why the hell is Machine Gun Kelly there? I don't know why he's in everything. I, I don't understand that. Maybe the big four should have been Metallica, Anthrax, (laughs) Slayer, Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, definitely. What the fuck is going on? Anyways, this is in July. So we have a long, long time before this even happens. Hey guys, Rock USA, reach out to me. Was it you or, (laughs) was it you or Jackson? Who uh, said, didn't you guys see like the band Hailstorm and you said it was absolutely horrible? That would have to be Jackson, I think, because I don't think I've ever seen Hailstorm live. Okay. But yeah, who knows? But I'll do some awesome interviews there, that's for sure. You get a good one to MGK for us? Yes. I have been Why trying the fuck are you here? <laughs> so hard. Yeah, that would be the first question. So what are you doing here? <laughs> so what is it that you do here? <laughs> you don't sing. <laughs> You don't dance. And if you don't sing, and if you don't dance, and you're... Ah, oh, motherfucker, it's not... Oh, I know that song. You know that one? It's you get that reference? <laughs> you better believe. Men Without Hats is the band of that one. <laughs> I have it on my phone, man. Men Without Hats, the safety <laughs> dance. Watch the music video, your life will be changed. That dance wasn't as safe as they made it seem. No, no. By the way, all. that's a reference. You know what the reference is? I, I was referring to the music video. Uh, Futurama, man. Uh, I don't watch Futurama. Oh, uh, get off my show. <laughs> All right, now we're getting to the stories we can actually sink our teeth into. First one, we had reported a couple weeks ago, I think, that friend of the show, Ben English, has decided to step away from Invent Animate. And they have finally decided, I mean, finally, took them you know, a week and a half or whatever, but they decided, yeah. hey, we are not going to wait for Ben to come back, we are going to do open auditions for a brand new vocalist. So right now, people can go and check in on their Facebook page, probably Twitter, probably other things, and actually audition. But personally, for Ian Hates, we have one person we are going to be backing. That is Hater James 
we say good luck to you. I know he is trying out and auditioning, so the best of luck to him. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Good luck to Hater James. Those auditions are a really good idea, I think, too, honestly. You never know who you're going to find. Well, that's how Northland got Marcus Bridge. That's mm-hmm. how, um, I bet that's how uh, Macari picked up uh, Andy uh, oh, right. Sizek. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we're actually going to mention him later on in the show as well. Yes, we are. All right. Next one. This is all friend of the show news until we get into a debate. Friend of the show, Lauren Babick, and obviously Jared Alonji, who originally were the members that made up Crazy 88. They released a brand new track called Shinebox, which we are going to go over in new songs. Spoiler alert, it's fucking awesome. Uh-huh. But they had also a huge announcement that came with that new track. The next new member of Crazy 88 is none other than Patty Walters of As It Is. Yep, now that caught me off guard. Didn't expect that. Yeah, I would never have guessed that. Had no idea as it is, they're always touring, they're always writing new music. This is very interesting. The one thing that Patty definitely said to everyone, because everyone was freaking out, he is still in as it is. They're not slowing down. He's not, you know, taking any time away from as it is to be in Crazy 88. He can do both, which is pretty damn cool. And then the next big announcement is that they are doing a crowdfunding to do a full-length album. Yeah, and... I looked at the post mm-hmm. so like really quick right after they posted it and they already raised, I, I want to say at that point it was $2,000. <laughs> That's really damn good. Yeah, it was, it was moments after too. I am seriously thinking about one of the really high tiers. Ooh. This is what I'm going to ask people. Right. If we can actually crowdfund a crowdfund perk. So yeah. if we can make it what I would really like, I actually put some thought into this. We can actually do giveaways with a lot of the you know extra merch and stuff that you get from this perk. But if we yeah. did the perk where we got to name a track on the full-length album, we could call it Ian Hates. Yeah. And not only would that be just awesome in general, because obviously we love Crazy 88, we love Lauren Babick, that's also awesome promotion for the show. Because people are going to be like, what's this Ian Hates thing? Yeah, everyone would wonder that one. So I would definitely say... Maybe we should go with that one, or maybe the one where I get to sing on one of the tracks. Ooh, some singing, huh? Because then you can put Ian Hates on that as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see how you would sing that in there. Fuck yeah. <laughs> that would be the chorus. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, IanHates.com. Damn, man, you're so good at that. Yep, I'm creative. <laughs> but yeah. I really do think this is awesome. Obviously, we're going to talk about it more in new songs, but I think everyone should get behind this band. This has the ability to possibly be the best release of 2018 if they get this done. Yeah, without a doubt. 2018 has me scared, Ian, and we'll get to that further in the show. Oh, what a tease, man. You are learning. Yeah. It's Uh, fucking great. (laughs) Well, here is some more good news from another friend of the show. Now, this happened... Kind of quietly, and I'd like yeah, to thank Ty for you know sending this to me right away. Friend of the show, Mikey Sawyer, who people might remember is or was the lead vocalist for Misfortune. It turns out that the reason why he's been so quiet lately is that he actually checked himself in to a residential treatment program 
And I don't know if check-in is really the right way to put it, but he put this very lengthy statement, which I thought was very cool to read, and basically said he had completed a treatment program for depression, anxiety, and suicidal thoughts. And he says he has gotten over that. He's learned to forgive himself. And he says music and especially singing in misfortune is the only thing that makes him him. And he seems to really be in a good place, at least from this post. And then if you go to their Facebook page, everything is a black picture. Yeah. Things to come. I think so. The only thing that's very strange is they still have the pin post of saying that the band is no longer together. Yeah, they need to ditch that one. Instead, Mikey Sawyer's post with the picture of the, you know, the certificate of his completion of the program, that should be the pin post. And, you know, and they just go from there. But here's also the thing, too. I don't know what iteration of misfortune this is going to be because I have not heard from Josh and I have not heard from Skaggs. So this just might be Mikey on his own, though he does say that he is mixing, I think, and tracking the new track that he's going to be put out, which which seems to me that it had to have been something that they had recorded previously. Yeah, definitely. In your um, conversation with him, did they mention they had like an album kind of done or in the works or almost done? Yeah, Yeah. I want to say almost like... To the point that a new album might have been coming out in 2018. Okay. That kind of thing. So I don't know. Maybe Mikey has the rights to it. I'm not exactly uh-huh. sure. I hope he patches things up. I mean, no one knows why they decided to split. I know Skaggs doesn't want to talk about it. There are reasons for whatever happening. It seems like Mikey definitely has taken a step in the right direction to correcting things. But I don't know if he has amends to make up for. I don't know if... It wasn't his fault. I have no idea. All I can do and all we can do really is wish him the best. And he's such a huge talent that it's a shame if he was walking away from things. So I hope he's got his mental state right. I hope he's ready to go. And I just wish him the best. I mean, even if he never brings out new music, as long as he's happy and he's actually comfortable with himself and he's living a good life, that's all that really matters. And that sounded like a fucking... PSA right there, but excuse me, I think he's a great guy, super talented. So, yeah, I hopefully he can stay away from. I know a lot of people like to stir up drama with him and really get him involved in different things, right? Um, so hopefully all that can stay away. Um, and I'll stick to my guns. And I've been saying it since um, their Spark to Believe uh came out, mm-hmm. and that is one of the most underrated albums of all time. It's almost a masterpiece. It really, I, I'll call it a masterpiece, honestly, because I, I can't think of a song off that at the top of my head that stands out as, oh, I didn't like that song. And that's true for me as well. I just seem yeah. to harp on probably like four or five songs that I play on repeat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, they had those amazing singles that came out last year too. Yep. Die for you, and I forget the other one. The bottom. Yes, the bottom. And did you ever check out that like compilation a while back of that Severian did? And they had a song by Misfortune called No Light, No Light. I did not. Holy shit, man. I'm up I forgot all about that. I, I I'll make sure you check that song out. Um it's so good. I definitely will. I definitely will. That's how I found that. That's how I found Misfortune. I thought you found Misfortune by joining the show. Bottom No. <laughs> oh, he does it again. The hits keep on coming. (laughs) 
All right, Dave. So here's the fun one. The other day, it was Grammy time. Grammy time. Grammy time. Now, we've done a lot of discussions on different award shows, whether it's the Oscars, the Grammys, you know, AP Music Awards, APMAs, Rock Sound, all that bullshit. So I don't want to get into the whole thing completely over again. Yeah. But the reason why I think to bring this up is that people were talking about how Avenged Sevenfold, you know, quote unquote, snubbed the Grammys. You know, they didn't yeah. show up. I think there were some other bands that didn't show up as well. I know August Burns Red was there. I believe Code Orange was there as well. Yep. And the reason why these bands decided not to go was because the rock category wasn't being televised. Yeah. Why would you go? Well, that's also a big thing. Like when I saw the yeah. picture of August Burns Red, they were like, oh, it's an honor to be here. I personally don't understand that mentality. No. They seem to be like a bunch of nice guys and everything, but this is an award show that has always snubbed rock. It's not like this is a new thing. Yeah, I I would have saved my gas money, stayed home. Right. And maybe, who knows, maybe you meet people that you really like, you know, maybe you get to, you know, hobnob and, you know, go around and do all that kind of stuff. Like, that's completely fine. I mean, I would imagine that's what most award shows are really about. But really, mm -hmm. for people that don't understand, the only reason why the Grammys mean anything is that you get to stick that on your album. You get to say this yeah. was a Grammy-nominated or a Grammy award-winning artist, song, whatever the fuck, right? Yeah, yep. So in an age where albums have kind of gone away almost, now you do have vinyl, so you could probably stick it on a vinyl as well, but in general... This should not mean anything close to what it used to mean. Yeah, it definitely lost its force. And I would say also that for us in the rock scene, none of this should matter whatsoever to us because even though we want artists to do well, like I want my favorite artists to make money. I don't want them to be like, oh, no, I'll never take corporate sponsorship. I'll never do whatever. As long as yeah. your music's not changing, I'm completely fine with you making money. I want you to make money. I want bands to do well but in yeah. general what the fuck do we care as people who wins an award and who gets to put that stamp on their album yeah i i, I could care less um maybe it's just because we're familiar with the bands and obviously if they win the like we're familiar with all these groups and if they won the, the award we wouldn't give a shit maybe other people do give a shit but i know i don't so right i don't know maybe maybe i just being a little bit biased there but I, I don't I don't see where I could pick up a ba well all the other bands I'm not familiar with I'm not listening to <laughs> right because they won an award <laughs> yeah if we were walking by the pop music section of some now I don't even know where to buy albums anymore but if you were out let's say a Best Buy if you're out of Best Buy and you're going down the aisles of music and you go buy the pop albums you're like you know what I don't really listen to pop music what should I listen to and you go to specifically look for an album that has a Grammy sticker on there or something, that seems really weird to me. Yeah. I don't know what I even judge my decision off of, really. <laughs> it wouldn't be a sticker. Well, right. I think it's for I think it's for uneducated people yeah. in the realm of whatever you're listening to. Because that's another thing too. Maybe a person who normally listens to pop music is walking through the rock aisle and they're like, yeah. hey, Look at this Mastodon album. Wow, they won a Grammy for best whatever. Like, maybe I should check this out. I guess yeah. if that gets that person to try something new, 
that is a good mm-hmm. thing. But it seems like a really weird way to choose what you listen to. Yeah, I feel like they would just stream the album on their phone before anything. Right. So I guess that brings us to the rock nominations in general. And we're just going to run through this quick because I have more to say on this too. Yep. So best rock performance, the winner was Leonard Cohen. For mm-hmm. best metal performance, the winner was Mastodon. Okay. Best rock song was Run by Foo Fighters. And best rock album was a deeper understanding by the war on drugs. Okay. Now, um, yeah, you want to you want to take a little did, of this? <laughs> how many of these did we cover? That's a good question. So we did listen to the Foo Fighters, but we didn't cover it because it yep. was a Foo Fighters album and they they're very good. Like who doesn't love Dave Grohl? Like yeah. whatever. But it was ra- it's radio rock, it's you know, it's stadium rock, whatever. We didn't feel the need to actually cover that on the show. Yeah. Then we did cover Mastodon, and both of us really yep. enjoyed that. Yep. We covered Body Count. We covered August Burns Red. We covered Code Orange. And I think we skipped Meshuga. Okay. Then we also covered Nothing More. Yep, we did. So for me, I didn't really, I think the surprise was Mastodon. Yeah, it was um, because we actually enjoyed it. So it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, well, look. If I had my choice for best rock album, I would have gone with nothing more because I was very surprised at how good that album was. Yeah, definitely. I I was not impressed with The War on Drugs at all when I listened to it. That was my next question. I'm not even familiar with that album at all. Yeah, it's whatever. It's regular rock. Like I'm not going to put them down. It's just uh, I wasn't impressed. Okay. But then obviously the big ones were the metal category. With August Burns Red, with Code Orange, everyone's freaking out about Code Orange. I understand why they didn't win, but it would have been Uh cool if they had won. Yeah, definitely. That would have been pretty cool. So what I also wanted to bring up, because a lot of people were talking about this, did you see who actually won for the general field, which is the main awards that they do? I just saw briefly on like uh, social media platforms, but um, uh, fulfill me in on this. I will fulfill you in. <laughs> All right. Album of the year was Bruno Mars. Record of the year was Bruno Mars. Song of the year was That's What I Like by Bruno Mars. And then best new artist was Alessia Cara. Never heard wow. of that person before. Yeah, I don't know who that is. But then again, I don't think I've heard of anyone in best new artist because there's Alessia Cara, Khalid, Lil Uzi Vert, Julia Michaels and S Z A Siza Siza So I don't know any of them. But what I thought was pretty interesting was how many people wrote "That's What I Like" because it's not Bruno Mars; it's everyone else in the world wrote that <laughs> song. Yeah, except for Bruno Mars. And I will say also, one of my favorite cover songs still to this day right now is Dance Gavin Dance covering that song. Oh, I know, man. They destroyed that fucking song. They made that an actual good song. Yep. But now here's now my I question. Have something on here. Well, I have something kind of deep oh, in here. Go ahead, buddy. I'm, I'll get you going. What do you got? I'm going to get you fired up because I know you didn't up. see this. I got to see it. All right. Did you see who won? Now, I'm digging deep, but did you see who won the spoken word thing? Was it like Carrie Fisher? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. They love giving uh, awards to people who pass away. Oh, uh, I saw that. I'm like, oh, if Ian sees that. I don't care, man. I mean, 
Her voice wasn't frozen. <laughs> Insiders will get that joke. Anyways, here's my question to you, Dave. Yeah. Do you know what the difference between record of the year and album of the year are? Um, honestly, no. No, I, I have no fucking clue. Well, here you go. So right. I have never thought that the Grammys were worth a shit. Like, I can't even tell you how much I don't care about the Grammys. The only reason why we ever cover it is because, one, there is technically a rock and metal category. But then everyone talks about it the day that it's happening and what they're upset about and blah, blah. Yep. So I don't give them the time of day. But I do like to do my research. So first of all, the people that make up the Grammys, the people that vote for the Grammys, you have to be part of their membership. You have to be someone in like the record industry. But there's no reason to trust these people's judgments. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, for yeah. instance, Dave, would you ever really hang out with someone that would vote for Bruno Mars to be album of the year? <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't that person probably fucking blow? Yeah, not a fun person. Yeah, would you? I just wouldn't want to be around those people. Like, I think that's what rock music and metal music people have to get over is we're supposed to be the outside. We're supposed to not care about awards. We're supposed to be the ones that are left out by the popular people because that's what it is. Mm -hmm. Country music, pop music, all that shit. It's all the popular kids. Let them have their fucking award shows. Let us just yeah. make good music. I wish. Oh, I wish. That's the way I look at it. That's why we make fun of the APMAs, because even the APMAs can't get it right. Rock Sound can't get it right, because they don't just nominate rock people. Besides the whole, like, there shouldn't even be an award show for, you know, rock, it's also that they nominate pop music. And it's like, yep. well, the Grammys are already there. You don't need that. So anyway, so yep. side sidetrack. But here's the difference in some of the categories. I thought this was interesting. So for Song of the Year, this award, and by the way, this is brought to you by hashtag fake news CNN. So I'm not sure you can really trust this, but I'm just okay. prefacing that. So Song of the Year, this award goes to the person who wrote the song, not oh. the person who performed the song. But keep in mind, that's why the Grammys suck. Yeah. They give awards to people that don't write the music. You see what yeah. I mean? Like Bruno Mars doesn't write his shit. He just kind of sings it and dances yeah, around. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, dances. So that's already like song of the year can go to someone who wrote their own music. Like it can happen, but it doesn't happen that often. Mm -mm. Very rare. And I did make this joke on Twitter because I couldn't help myself. I tweeted out. Now, knowing that the Grammys give awards to people that don't write their own music, how many awards did Crown the Empire win last night? <laughs> but, I knew um, you were going to take it there. <laughs> couldn't help it. Couldn't help it. But so that's song of the year. Record of the year, this goes to the person who performed the song. Oh. So Bruno Mars could win that award because he performed the song. Oh, wow. And then album of the year, that is the full album that's the best piece of music that comes out so that's like when the oscars have the best picture yeah that's what that is and that's all from cnn i think that's correct so okay. that's a really dumb category why would you give an award to someone who just performs the music i always think of music as someone who writes and performs not separated yeah, yeah. but that's because i normally listen to music where 
one band does the whole thing. Yeah. We're we're the rare breed. And you know what? I like that. I am completely fine with that. I'm I'm okay being on the outside. I don't need a popularity contest. I don't need any of that kind of shit. Couldn't agree more with that. Um every year I feel like music, especially the Grammys, popular music is just it's getting worse, man. Like I know you probably haven't, but have you listened to like new Justin Timberlake? Fuck no. Holy shit, man. It's like I, I never was a Justin Timberlake fan, okay? No, but I can tol- I can tolerate it. <laughs> but I I cannot there's no part of me that wants to even hear that noise that I'm not call it music, that noise in the background of wherever I am. It's that bad. And he's playing at the halftime show <laughs> Super Bowl. So Throw ball. Looking forward. Yep. Throw ball. <laughs> well, it's what I've said to many people. That's why I always have my headphones in. So I don't yep. hear bullshit, shitty fucking music. Uh-huh. You have noise-canceling headphones, I hope, right? Oh, yeah. Making Fuck, sure. Yeah. Me oh, too. Yeah. Me too. What I want people to start thinking about is just take a step back and wonder why an award show means anything to you. Unless you're part of the industry, why would an mm-hmm. award show mean anything to you? Even having Code Orange, let's take them for example. Having Code Orange nominated for a Grammy is not going to move people over to start listening to our music. No. <laughs> it's just not the way not things work. All. Yeah. Like yeah. I didn't I didn't go and once again, maybe this is me and probably even Dave too. I did not see the awards from the Grammys and go, I gotta check out that Bruno Mars. <laughs> like that just didn't happen. If I'm going to check out anything Bruno Mars, I'm going to listen to Dance Gavin Dance because they had more to do with that track than he did, it seems. Yeah, they did. They They performed it better. Yeah, Yeah. they did much better with it. So I don't know. I I hope that people start thinking about that because there's really just praise the bands that you love, make fun of the bands that you don't, and let that be your fucking Grammys. (laughs) What does it matter? Like, what does it matter who (laughs) likes what and who gets to take? What do they take home a moon man? I don't know. Is it MTV? <laughs> like, I don't even know what the fucking Grammy looks like. Me neither. No idea. I mean, how do you put what an MP3 looks like in a statue? Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> we should make our own. We should make some trophies. Yeah, let's have the Ian Hates Music Awards. We can do it. Be just like the APMAs. It'd be fucking great. <laughs> All right, man. I think that's enough ranting and raving. I think it's time for new songs. All right, everyone, it is new song time, and we begin tonight with The Damned. Standing on the Edge of Tomorrow, the album Evil Spirits comes out April 13th on Search and Destroy slash Spine Farm Records. Let's take a listen. Next, we have Twitching Tongues with Harakiri. The album Gaining Purpose Through Passionate Hatred comes out March 9th on Metal Blade Records. Let's take a listen. Oh, 
Now we have DOJ with Cannibal. Let's take a listen. Next, we have Three Days Grace, The Mountain. The album Outsider comes out March 9 on RCA Records. Let's take a listen. Now we have Between the Buried and Me. This is Condemned to the Gallows. The album Automata I comes out March 9 on Sumerian Records. Let's take a listen. Next up, we have Breaking Benjamin with Feed the Wolf. The album Ember comes out April 13th on Hollywood Records. Let's take a listen. I choke the Next up, we have 888, Are You Out? Let's take a listen. Now we've got the new one from Eternal Void. This is Lie Awake. The re-release slash deluxe edition of Catharsis comes out on March 2nd through Tragic Hero Records. Let's take a listen. Listen. 
Next up, now we've got the new one from Crazy88. This is Shinebox. Let's take a listen. Next we have Vox Vosis. The new one's called St. Lawrence. This is the lead single off their sophomore album, Star Misa. Let's take a listen. And now the new one from a marionette. Here's chemistry. Next up, we have the new one from Bless the Fall. This is Melodramatic. The new album, Hard Feelings, comes out March 23rd on Rise Records. Let's take a listen. Last up for today, I'm not even going to try this, so you're going to get a bunch of letters. Here's G-V-R-L-L-S with E-T-S-A. Enjoy. Enjoy. 
right. Left on a heavy note once again. Dave, what were you thinking about all those tracks? Yeah, we're piling them on again. Um, I hope you had a chance to... I didn't even tell you about this one earlier. So D-O-J. Is that a word or is that just letters? Doge. No, I think it's just letters. Doge? Man, what a weird-ass music video. Holy shit. Yeah, for Cannibal? Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a bad track. No, it wasn't. And finally, we can get to this one. Ooh. How do you feel about 888? Not my style. Isn't it just weird to hear him? Do that? On those Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for anyone who doesn't know, (laughs) he was originally in Drop Dead Gorgeous. (laughs) Yep. Drop Dead Gorgeous to Bleach Blonde to... 888. Yeah. Very, very strange. Very strange. It, it, it's, it's it's very out there. And I probably wouldn't have put that on the list, but I think listeners would ah. be somewhat curious to know where he went. Yeah. I don't mind giving it a shot. Yep. Plus, he was my... Was he my... Um, in Loving in Memory. In Loving Memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, last month. Man, how many singles are we going to get from Eternal Void? Dude, they're so good. <laughs> yeah, there's so many singles. Well, that's because, remember, Catharsis was already out. So this yeah. is the deluxe edition because they signed with Tragic Hero. But, man, I'm loving what they're doing. Yeah. I remember listening to that album, you know, back in, I think it was 2014. And I liked uh-huh. them back then, but it was kind of like they disappeared. So I'm glad they're making this resurgence. But it's good to play these new tracks for everyone who never got a chance to hear it, you know? Yeah, like like me. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm really loving what they're doing. Also, man, Breaking Benjamin. Again? Yeah. At it again. Back to their old sound. Like, I'm really enjoying what they're doing. Yeah, and it's weird for me to even say that. It doesn't feel right. It's not for me because I always like them, but still. (laughs) Well, then let's do another radio rock band. What about Three Days Grace? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I still felt Three Days Gracie. (laughs) Oh, punny. I was fine with it. Yeah. I could take it or leave it. There wasn't anything really special there for me, but there wasn't anything like bad yeah classic man you know rock whatever radio rock you said the word bad and now you got me thinking of a couple other of those songs oh no dave man what direction is a marionette heading in that was uh, strange <laughs> dude it's like disco yeah and their previous song was called modern disco like this what is this theme going on here remember you're never allowed to talk bad about when a band decides to change their sound. Oh, Remember, shame Dave. on me. Yep, shame on you. Can't do it. And Illegal. Carrying on. Man, I do not like that Bless the Fall song. Um, it felt so fake. And the song, and the album was going to be called Hard Feelings. Like, I, I don't know. It felt so forced and like someone told them to change. Like, be a softie. It just didn't work. I didn't hate it. But I will worry that that means that this is a trend they're going in. If that's yeah. a one-off, I'm okay with it. Look, Bless the Fall just do so well. Like, I've liked all their albums. And I understand this isn't going to be his last walk. It's just not. that. That's yeah. over with. You know, they're not going back there. But I have really liked what they've been doing. And they're very good live. So I'm hoping oh. they're not pulling. Like, I want to say, and I'm blanking on their name right now. What is the band with Telly Smith? Word Alive. I'm hoping they're not pulling that because that would be very scary. Yeah. Yeah. When I heard the track, I did say, oh, no, this is a little Word Alive-y. Yeah. But I'm not going to write them (laughs) off. I have hope. 
All right. I have okay. fucking hope. Yeah, I think I would give it three singles before I ever mark anyone off. Right. I think. Right. And their album's and, coming up fairly soon. So. Yeah, and it's so soon, and yeah, it. I don't know. That one worries me, man. And they were just signed to Rise. True. Has me scared. Not gonna lie. I'm scared for 2018. <laughs> we're we're one month in. I know, man. <laughs> I was excited for a marionette. Yeah. I don't like that direction. Escape the fate. I wrote off. Um, yeah, that's gonna be a tough one. Well, we came as Romans blew it last year, but so many right. of these like once front runners are like doing this like force. They're forcing a change because some bands can do it right. Right. And it's so fake. Well, I don't that's the know, thing. Man, I just... They seem to go in that direction because everyone says you're not allowed to say anything bad about a band that changes that changes their direction. So it's like, oh, maybe bands are literally thinking, well, I guess it's what everyone likes, so we should go do this. But yeah, like you said, if it's starting to feel forced, then that's not going to work. Yeah, because that, that song felt so forced to me. Oh, well, like you said, I'll give it a couple more singles. And well, by then, the album will probably be out like the following week after that third single. If the cycle usually goes like every two or three weeks for a new single. Sure. Album will be out. And that third one blows, man, that album is going to be a tough one. Well, I might be seeing them live soon. So we'll see. Okay. Yep. So yeah, I mean, you know, there's some random ones. I like the Vox one. Uh, yeah, that was too. good. If you want really, really heavy, the band from Australia, the G V R L L I S or L L S. I don't know how do you the say it? is that grills? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's like Pivris again. But yeah, that was like yeah. really fucking heavy, and that was a weird ass fucking music video. Yep. So you, you never know. I mean, things hit you differently at different times. But there were also two tracks that we didn't play. One was the brand new one from Secrets, and that one's called, what, Last One or something? Yeah, the last one. That sounds like yep, that stupid Fall Out Boy track that I named the show after last week. <laughs> yeah. Um, that secret song, hopefully everyone can go out and get oh, it. Oh, by the way, it's Last Time. The Last Time. Last okay. Time, not The, just Last Time. Yep, okay, Last Time. Um, I just listened to it really before we recorded this. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb here and I'm going to say that's one of the... Well, their song Incredible, mm-hmm. which turned out to be incredible. Oh. And this song are some of the best secret songs they've ever done. Well, I look forward to hearing it. It's just you have to pre-order or have Apple Music in order to get yeah. it. I'm not ready to pre-order yet. If I see them live, I'll probably pick up the album. But I'm not going to yeah. pre-order yet, not knowing. But the new self-titled album does come out on February 23rd. Yeah, I'm at this point I'm saying take my money. Because I, I've enjoyed all three singles they put out. Nice, man. No, that's good. I'm glad they're returning to form. Yep. I hope everyone notices they're returning to form, too, though. Right. And then there was one more band that we didn't play. I kind of made this decision not to do it. And maybe it was yeah. the wrong one. Who knows? But I think time will tell. But the band Stone, who I believe we played on the show before, they released a brand new track called Skeletons. And their new album is coming out soon in March on Pure Noise Records. Right now, there are a ton of sexual misconduct allegations against their guitarist. What is his name again? Zach's, Zach Deer? Yeah. Zach Deer. Zach Deer. And once again, they are, you know, quote unquote, just allegations. You know, there's yeah. nothing saying that this definitely happened. But if you go to that Tumblr page, you can look up the story, go to the Tumblr page and see all of the people talking about you know 
him asking for nudes from 16-year-old girls and, you know, almost oh gosh, like man. almost rape charges and like all this kind of stuff. Like we're not even going to go into it because once again, we don't know who's telling the truth here and you look like a fucking idiot if you choose a side and it ends up being the wrong one. But a lot of people are coming out of the woodwork against this guy because not only is he the vocalist for Stone, he's also the guitarist for Expire. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, man. If this comes out, this band's ruined. <laughs> Look at the album. Their, Two bands. Their album title. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's called Inch of Joy. I know. I know. Oh, I was, man. Believe me, I wasn't sure if I was going to make the joke or not, but I'm glad that you did. <laughs> Oh, that's so unfortunate. Look, if if these allegations are true, then he's a piece of garbage and fuck him. And to yeah. be quite honest, too, I think his ex-bandmates or bandmates have talked shit about him now, too. So I think they yeah. probably now, whether they knew or not, I'm not going to say anything about that because we don't know that either. But now, once again, this is kind of making that choice, right? Can you yeah. separate the artist from their art? Do we have to play them? No, because my fucking show and I don't have to do it if I don't want to. <laughs> I still, yeah. right now, it does hurt me because I would love to play the new Slave song. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Those allegations have kind of gone away, and Slaves got picked up by a big fucking label. So obviously, they don't seem to care. So it's like, are we uh, not supposed to care? Like, did it happen? Did it not? I don't know. Man, it's a shame, too, because those Slave songs, they're pretty good. Yeah, man, I like the artwork. I want to go see him live. Like, But I feel really weird. When it was drugs, I didn't really care because that's a choice that he made. When it was yeah. allegations of sexual misconduct and aggressiveness and like all that kind of shit, you know, domestic abuse allegations once again, it's hard. Like, is it true? Is it false? Like, do you trust this person? You know, do I try and get him on the show? I don't know. Yeah. Is that a moral thing that I should say no? Yeah, I don't know. That's, a, that's an excellent question because, I mean, people want to hear it. But then again, who wants to support this type of person? And also, how do you not ask him about it? I know. Oh, my God. Seriously, like if I had Johnny Craig on the show, how do I not ask him about recent allegations? Because you know what is he going to do? Hang up the phone? like, And then you yeah. don't have an interview. Uh-huh. And then maybe, you know, they sue you because like, oh, no, I didn't agree to come on the show and, and answer questions like that. Yeah. It's almost like when you do an interview with someone like that. You have to do it live, you know, uh -huh. but I don't know, man. I, I don't know how that fucking stuff works. Like, I hope everyone's a good person. <laughs> you know, that's very naive yeah. of me, but you know, you see things like this. It's like, did everyone just come out and decide they didn't like this guy? So they're just going to make up stories. It seems very far-fetched. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so hard to tell Johnny's history of what's true and what's not. Right. And you know, maybe that sucks for him because these ones all aren't true. But we have no yeah. idea. And then with this guy, with Zach, whatever the fuck, Zach Deer. I don't know why I keep on wanting to call him Deer Zach or something. <laughs> Zach Deer. <laughs> if he really is a piece of shit, then fuck him. You know? Yeah. Fuck him. Fuck him. See, once again, our motto for today, fuck him. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess a weird note to end on new songs. But once again, it's our show and we can do whatever the fuck we want. So I didn't feel like playing their track. Yeah, understandable. All right, man. Well, guess what? We went through some pretty good new songs, maybe some nah, not-so-good new songs, but now we are going to our favorite part of the show. Really 
All right, everyone. It is our favorite part of the show. It is album review time. I'm going to say it right now, Dave. There were some very surprising albums this week. For me, there's definitely one that changed the game a little bit for me. Holy shit. Uh-huh. I know which one it is, but we're saving that one for last. <laughs> okay. So first up, we have New Year's Day, Diary of a Creep EP, and this is on Century Media Records. This is an industrial goth metal slash rock electrono pop band, I'd say. Put all that stuff yeah. together, and you've got New Year's Day. Pretty much everyone knows Ash Costello, especially if you're in the scene. She is obviously the lead vocalist of this band. I'm a big fan of hers. I don't care about her lipstick line and all the other shit. I'm glad <laughs> she makes tons of money. I also don't yeah. care about her AP covers, but I actually nope. do like the band New Year's Day. Yeah. So this EP is five cover songs and one original. I will say I okay. did like that the first song was the original song. So you start okay. the album on the right foot. I enjoy that. Mm -hmm. Now, once again, this is very similar to what the Color Morale did. These are, you know, songs that shaped the way the band, you know, I think they went back in their past. was like, I like this song and this really got me into music and that kind of thing. So they cover mm -hmm. songs from Linkin Park to No Doubt to Pantera. Yep. So now I love cover songs. I am oh, yeah. a connoisseur, you might say, of cover songs. My uh -huh. issue with this, though, was I really wasn't a huge fan of it. Yeah. Um, I, I, I thought I was going to rain your parade, really. I felt kind of bad. <laughs> hey, you're, I get you're it. You're holding it up. You're doing a lot of yeah. puns today. Yeah. I was I was starting <laughs> to feel kind of bad. And like, shit, Ian, he's going to be so upset when I tell him I didn't really enjoy it. But I didn't. Um, it felt fake, almost. If you if it's fake to do a cover song, they did it. It just <laughs> it felt fake. I don't know how to explain that any better. See, I didn't feel fakeness from it. What I felt okay. was that they didn't do enough with the track like they did make them their own you got to yeah. give them credit for that right because we do talk about that if you're going to do a cover song you make it your own and that's what they did they made them you know electronic they made them a little industrial they definitely did that but i would not recommend any of these cover songs over the original and that to me is what makes a cover song really great yeah. you make it your own and you're like hey the original is great but you should really check out this cover. They did something really different with it. It's a completely new song. It's awesome. That's what I want to tell yeah. people. I can't yeah. our, say that. Our about last these. night, for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Our last night. I mean, look, we're going to talk about some stuff later. There are plenty of yep. bands that really know how to do covers right. Mm -hmm. And this, I just don't think it hits that mark. What I will say, though, is I really like the new track, Disgusting. Okay. Yep. What I want is I want a full-length album with that. <laughs> with that <laughs> yeah so just give me give me that that's what i want i don't want this okay yeah i, I didn't really want this really man i mean i could tell i'm tired today i was thinking man i think ian's gonna be upset that i didn't like this but <laughs> well here's the thing and actually this plays in very well with what i was going to say dave you are not necessarily a fan of new year's day so yeah this cover album did not bring you to like new year's day it did not. No. So really, the only people that are kind of going to like this are diehard New Year's Day fans. Yeah. They might even know that themselves, too. <laughs> right. For sure. And that's okay for them, then. That's whatever. Yeah. If that works for them, it holds people over. She can do some more. You know, Ash can do some more AP covers and put out whatever. Completely fine. 
I like it when yep. she makes music, and I like it when she makes her own music. Uh huh. Yeah. So that's it, what I'm going to say better. for that. Right. I would play disgusting for everyone, but since that isn't representative of the EP, let's play one yeah. of the cover songs. And I think I'm going to go with "Only Happy When It Rains." Okay. So once again, that's New Year's Day, Diary of a Creepy P on Century Media Records. Next up, we have Tiny Moving Parts with Swell. This is on Triple Crown Records. This is a pop-punk, emo, post-hardcore math rock band from Minnesota. This is their number six full-length album. They had actually two self-releases before they actually got on a label and put out their recent four albums. So if people are surprised about that, you can look that up. But this has 10 tracks, starts with some very interesting guitar work, and then some uncleans, which I love. Just get it right there. Yeah. I was just hooked right away. Man, I got to say, there's something very unique and very cool about this band, and I don't necessarily know what it is, but in an especially very crowded pop punk scene, this band fucking stands out. Oh, by far, man. This caught me off guard. Mm-hmm. Even when I heard the single last last week, I think I even told you, like, I didn't know I like enjoyed this band. And this album was on repeat so much that I, I wanted to go back and listen to their older stuff. Yeah. I just didn't have time. Right. <laughs> and that's I'm actually gonna say that about a few bands coming up yeah. in this whole thing that we're doing. I really, really fucking enjoyed this, man. Like I've seen Tiny Moving Parts live and I've always been yeah. impressed by them. I think this is the album that really hit me, though. So that's going to make me want to go back and listen to more stuff, too. But I think the big thing about them is, man, they're just, they're unique. Very. Like, I, I was hoping you would classify them in a genre that I, because I can't. I don't know what they even are. Right. Well, that's why I put, I'm going to put them in the pop punk scene because they tore around yeah. with Kanuku Pook and Real Friends. And, you know, they tore around with them and you can hear it, you know, in yeah. what they're doing. But then they add in the uncleans. It's not like it's, hey, here are the clean vocals, and now here are the unclean vocals. It's put in in a way that accents everything really, really well. Yeah. It's placement and structure. Yeah. It, like, I really, this is a well crafted album. Like, the production's incredible. The flow of the album, the opening, the closing track. I could point out uh, each track when I was listening to it within like two or three listens. Mm-hmm. So that's always really good. Definitely didn't feel blended to me at all, at all either. No. And to top it all off, how cool is the artwork? It's oh, awesome. yeah. Yeah, it really is. And I think this is a three yeah. piece. And I think yeah. they weird. Yeah. may tour with an extra musician. May. Okay. I can't remember that. But either man, way, they're man. They're in Ohio this week. Dude, they're killing it. You should go see them. I know. Like tomorrow, I think they're, <laughs> they're here. <laughs> If you can, man, go do it. I was just, I can't say enough good things about this. Like, the pop punk scene 
just has so much generic music in it. And we talk about it all the time. And we're going to talk about yeah. a band later on that's super generic, like extremely generic, yeah. no passion, no nothing. This is a band that has passion. This is a band that wants to be there. Like this is a band that's working hard because there's actual structure, Definitely. really good guitar work. Like it just all clicks on this. I don't know how anyone can not like this. This has to be by the end of the year on our best of pop punk. Like it has to be up there. Yeah, man. I was going to bring it up with you. I might as well do it now because I know the remaining albums in the show are going to be on my list. But I like to, at the end of every month, like do my highlights my golden my golden album of the month and i always because <laughs> because i honestly kind of look at the trends like sure. some months are really stacked each year right like february and august last year were challenging and i it's setting up to be the same thing this year um but this would be definitely the uh the award winner for the month of january there you and go. they will probably be in our discussion at the end of the uh on the end next anniversary show that's right well yeah man can't say enough good things about this so why don't you give me a track to play let's hit him with track two smooth it out i can't pretend these things never happen in every silence there is a static So once again, that's Tiny Moving Parts Swell on Triple Crown Records. Next up, we have various artists with Got You Covered Volume 2 from We Are Triumphant. This is an entire album dedicated to cover songs. There are 15 of them, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Once again, as I stated earlier, I am a cover song connoisseur. Uh So Dave, I want to ask you a trivia question right now. Okay. There are 15 original tracks that are covers on this. Yeah. What songs do you think I've heard of before? Um, uh, and you can just give me a number same. if you want it's to. It's going to be probably the same amount as me. Okay. I knew two. Oh, I knew three. Oh. I knew three, and I'm going to tell you which and why I know them. Okay. Mr. Brightside, obviously, because yeah, everyone knows that. Look What You Made Me Do. Because someone actually sent me that song and made me listen to it. And I was very upset with them. And number three, <laughs> To You. And now, do you know okay. why I know that track? Uh, why? Because Johnny Frank made an amazing fucking cover of that like oh, yeah. months and months ago. Yep. With the March Ahead. That track, and that's yep. what kind of kills me, is that band did not do anywhere close to Johnny Frank. No. Not many people do. No. That is very true. So... I think the positives for this album were Andy Sizek, if that's how we're saying it right, and Nick Nocturnal, yeah. who we talked about yep. on the show before. I would say Outline yep. and Color. Of course. And then possibly Lilac Kings. Oh, yeah. We covered them earlier. In, earlier. I forget when last year, but impressive. Yeah. But 
to me, the problem once again was that bands really didn't make these songs their own. Like I didn't yeah, really I, hear like even not knowing the tracks, I could tell they really weren't doing that much with it. I know it makes me wonder how much time they have to even do these, you know? Yeah, for sure that might be a thing. But the ones that I talked about, like Outline and Color, did a great fucking job. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like there are people that do a good job on this. I think what also is very funny about cover songs is that because I don't listen to pop songs regularly, to actually hear the lyrics, it's so yeah. embarrassing and laughable. Like, oh my gosh, those Taylor Swift lyrics. Oh my God. Look what you made me do. Look what you just made me do. Look what you just made me do. Like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> For anyone who can't see this, um, everyone who can't see this, Ian said that with so much passion, he started, fla- <laughs> he started flailing. <laughs> oh, see, look what that song made me do. Look what that song just made me do. <laughs> made you flail. Oh. See, that's what always makes me question humanity because that yeah. was one of the biggest songs for however long. And she's selling out doing that whole like crazy ticket scam and like all that shit with terrible music like that, that people enjoy. Yeah. Even hearing a band try and make it, you know, instruments and all that kind of stuff doesn't work. Yeah. The um, when you mentioned Andy, I'm just gonna call him Andy for now on because sure. his last name's a fucking train wreck. Um, Not his fault. Do you? Did you did you enjoy his uh, his other cover on here with um, Wander? Because that's his other band with Mr. Brightside. No, I didn't. No, it, it, that it didn't track feel... was the same. Like there was nothing yeah. different. Yeah, one of the worst songs on here was performed by the deathcore band. You might want to call them Dark Inside. Oh yeah, yeah. Holy shit, that was horrible. Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of great stuff here, and I like We Are Triumphant. I actually liked. The first one they did, Volume 1, yeah, a I, lot I really, more than this one. Yeah, I enjoy this label a lot. Me too. I mean, come on, Friend of the Show, Ascent Like Wolves. Plus yep. Outline and Color too, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, should be. Lilac Kings, We Set Signals. Yeah, and actually, I would say the We Set Signals wasn't too bad either. They just got a shitty song, man. Yeah, that well, they're all shitty songs. They're all shitty, but that one in the... Taylor Swift one, those are like extra shitty. I can see that. What can you do with that, you know? The good ones can really make it work, man. Yeah. So yeah, once again, I mean, if you like cover songs, I would say definitely give this a listen. I just, you know, it was it was kind of few and far between. So I think they yeah. really showcase a really great one. Here's Outlining Color with Learn to Let Go. So once again, that's Various Artists, Got You Covered, Volume 2, on We Are Triumphant. Next up, we have The Dangerous Summer with their self-titled album on Hopeless Records. 
This is Emo Rock, 10 tracks, no filler. First album since 2013. And I'm going to be very straight up and honest here, as I always am. I really didn't listen to The Dangerous Summer before. No, I didn't either. I think I had, I listened to like a few songs from uh, like their album from like 2007. Mm -hmm. Um, If you could, if you could only keep me alive. Oh, sure. Mm -hmm. But that's it. Yeah. So it's unfortunate. I wish I could compare this back to something else. But what I can say is once again, this opened up my eyes. I really enjoyed this album. Yeah. I would say the production value is mind blowing compared to the old stuff, really. That stood out to me more than almost anything. Gotcha. Yeah. No, it was very interesting. Too. I mean, back back in the day, you know. The Dangerous Summer was very popular. I think it took me a long time listening to scene music to really go with the quote unquote softer stuff. Yeah. Because I don't really consider like my chemical romance like an emo band. Like uh-huh. I gravitated towards screamo post hardcore, like that was the thing. So even though I yeah. liked emo elements in my music, I didn't really seek out quote unquote emo bands. Yeah. So there are lots that I know, there are lots that I really listen to. The Dangerous Summer was one I just never really got into, but I am very, very glad that I got to listen to this. And maybe other people that love them are like, oh no, this isn't anything like, you know, their old stuff. This sucks. I don't know. All I'm saying is I very much enjoyed it. And AJ is their lead vocalist. I think his voice is fucking awesome. No, it's perfect. Isn't yeah. It? Like that rasp to it. And then going from the clean, like a clean note to an unclean yeah. note, it just works yeah. so fucking well. Like I imagine listening uh-huh. to this shit while I'm on like a long car ride and it's like a fucking raining. And I'm just like, I need to go anywhere. I just put this fucking yeah. <laughs> album on and just be sad, but then also be passionate about shit. I don't know. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed the hell out of it. I think they also nailed it just kind of in this, almost on the same level as Tiny Moving Parts for me. I mean, start to finish, no filler. It had perfect flow, open closer, and even down to the artwork. So Yeah, man. No, really, everything worked with this for sure. And obviously, Definitely. this is not heavy music. You know, it's not quote unquote heavy music. So if you're looking for yeah. breakdowns and shit, this isn't for you. But if you're looking for straightforward, yeah. really well done emo rock, yeah. then yeah. here it is. Talented. Yeah, really talented, really passionate. Like, wow, feelings and emotions can be really put into music. Well, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> yep. No, I was saying they did it. I mean, they put all the pieces together. They really did. So recently, I really got into the last track. So I think we should do that yeah. one. I believe, is it Infinite or... I think it's yeah. Infinite, right? Yeah, it's a hell of a closer. Yeah. So here it is, Infinite. I live for the moment and try not to fall And when we come down, we'll see clearly again We'll see clearly again I'm gonna sleep when I'm
So once again, that's the self-titled from The Dangerous Summer, and that is on Hopeless Records. Next up, we've got Marmazeps with Knowing What You Know Now on Roadrunner Records. This is an English rock band. This is their first full length since 2014. It is a female-fronted band. And man, Dave, once again, I have to say I was legitimately surprised at how cool and unique this album was. I really, really liked it. I thought you were going to make fun of me before the show (laughs) because I liked it. (laughs) You're just thinking all the wrong shit today. Dude, like, this is like a good, it's a good mix-up, you know? Yeah. Um, It's definitely outside of our realm and we enjoy it, so... That that alone is huge for me. I mean, that doesn't happen that often. Right. And I guess my background with them is I've heard people say their name for sure. And obviously, we know bands on Roadrunner. This yeah. seems like a very smart pickup for Roadrunner, obviously, because they had yeah. mainstream success as well. But whenever someone ever brought up Marmosets to me, the picture they always gave me was of this like indie rock hipster band. I know, man. You know what I mean? Like EDM, all that kind of bullshit. Like, that's what I thought. So when this album started, I was like, "Uh uh-oh, maybe that is true. But then all of a sudden, it became this, like, punk rock, like, really cool, out there, unique style. Like, it put all this stuff together, like, really well done, simplistic guitar that made it punk rock. Yeah. And then her voice is so weird. And she's doing so many processing changes with it and doing so many different levels of shit. It just works Uh really fucking well. Yeah. And like to hear like electronics and stuff and a talented vocalist and a talented band Mm -hmm. really um, saved me. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) because I thought thought that couldn't be done anymore. And (laughs) perfect, man. Well done. It really was. I mean, I mentioned the guitar work, but I think it worked out exactly the way they wanted it to. They did a lot of tempo changes. They did yeah. a lot of switch over with instruments that worked well. I mean, yep. her vocals go back and forth from like baby-ish pop to punk to screams to wails. Like it just works on pretty much every level. They only really fall into the pop category one time. When they slow it down, they do like a ballad. But even you hear her Um, voice and you're like, holy shit, this could be a real pop star too if she wanted to. Yeah, and from this, and I I was going to say, if you end up enjoying this, man, there's a band called Metric (laughs) that really sounds so much like this. My buddy loves Metric so much and he's tried to get me into that band all the time and I've just never listened. (laughs) Man, she sounds identical. Oh, really? Okay. Really, yeah. Metric and there's another band called... The sounds, don't know. Um, that's another one that I think you'd enjoy if you enjoyed this. Okay, hey, I like hearing new music. I have too much new music to listen to. (laughs) (laughs) After Grace (laughs) Horson, he filled. I can't wait to get that list out to people because I really did go through and write everyone down. And he recently made like four new ones, (laughs) so that will be published soon. Yeah, because I. I, I'm, I've been meaning to go back through some of those because some of those sounded so out of the ordinary. I have to listen. Oh, for sure. No, I'll have that out very soon. I'm just trying to get all the other shit done that I have to do yep. first and then do that. But yeah, man, if anyone's on the fence about this, like, ah, this is mainstream or this is hipster or whatever, I was extremely surprised by it. 
kept me on my toes the entire time because I had no idea what they were going to do because they were so weird. But if you like punk music and shit, I don't know why you wouldn't like this. Yeah, I don't understand why you wouldn't. It's like new age punk. I don't know. It just works really well. Uh-huh. So, Dave, yep. do you have a track you'd recommend? Maybe Major System Air, track four. So once again, that's Marmosets. Hopefully I'm saying that right. Marmosets with Knowing What You Know Now on Roadrunner Records. Oh man, Dave, I am so excited for the final album of the night. Finally here. So extremely excited. This is the band that I've been kind of making fun. I mean, really, really (laughs) pushing and really loving for a long, long time. And I can't wait to tell everyone about it. So here it is, Water Parks with Entertainment on Equal Vision Records. Dave, this band is so fucking shit. I mean, really, really awesome. They are totally pop punk. They are the best band that I have ever heard in my life. I am so excited to go over this with you. What do you think about this? Dude, did someone finally get you to turn around on this or what? What do you mean? I just, I don't know, man. I was kind of expecting a bit of a different outcome, really. Dude, I was just... I didn't think, I, I thought I didn't think we'd even cover it. I, I'm not even ready. You didn't tell me that we were going to cover this. Dave, what do you... Dude, what, wait, I haven't changed my opinion on anything. I mean, all I've done was tell you how shit, I mean, awesome this album is. Like, I tell you that all the time. No, man, I'm, I'm reading my text right now. You said, fuck this, we're not covering it. And that was the release day, and I... I I didn't download it. No, dude. There's no way that I would send a text like that. I'm so extremely excited to talk about this. Wait. Have you been getting those AP bundles to your door? Well, I mean, now that you mention it, I mean, they did start sending me, like, strange packages. I didn't think of much of it. I was like, oh, they like the show. It totally makes sense that they would send me all this free shit. Why? Was that, uh, is there something weird about that? I, I think... um. I don't know, man. I think they might have got you a little bit here. Um, I don't know how to break it to you, but they got that you're you're washed up, man. Uh, do you do you know? Are you Why, wait, what does that Hitler? even mean? Wait, are you telling me that you didn't listen to possibly the word? I mean, the best band possibly ever. You didn't listen to their brand new, their brand new sophomore album. You didn't listen to it. I would have, but you told me not to. Uh, I'm that, reading the text right here. There is no way that I sent you that text. Yeah, man. You, you Saturday at 1.43 p.m. It's really, Dave, you know, it's actually kind of weird. I was going to ask you how your weekend went. That was how we were going to start the show. Yeah. But I don't, 
I remember part of that morning, but I don't remember the rest of Saturday or Sunday. That's Uh, not. But when did you receive your bundle? I think it was Friday night. And I was like, I am not opening this right now. I have to get some sleep. I got a lot. So I was like, I can't wait to talk about water parks. I was listening to it over and over again. So I don't know. I'm surprised they even got time to listen to the other albums that we talked about. Like so, but I don't remember that time because I figured I was just listening to water parks the whole time. Because I do love them so much. Dude, do you see my hair? Uh <laughs> you didn't oh. even comment. No, I I got the coat hanger on the back of my shirt. Oh, you are you do have a shirt over there. Yeah. Oh my god. Are you sitting with your legs crossed? I had to check, but yeah. I know. Dude, Dave, uh, why are you asking me these questions like this isn't something I always do? Uh, you know, I think you did open that goddamn bundle, and I think you did read the goddamn magazine. I gotta tell you, you, do you are you familiar with with uh, what Hitler did? Well, I remember that he was an artist. Ah, uh, kind of okay. almost like the way water parks are a great artist. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, but um, then no, nothing happened then, right? Uh, you know, they had the power to be brainwashed, Ian. Wait, you mean Hitler had the power to be brainwashed? Where are you even going with this thing? So, I'm not exactly sure what you're saying. What I'm saying saying is the AP bundle, the AP coverage from last year, you didn't unsubscribe quick enough. You were brainwashed. You fucked this week's episode because I didn't, I didn't even, I didn't even review this. So, I don't know how the hell we're going to keep this in this. You have to edit all this out. That doesn't, no, man, I have to spread the word about water parks. Dave, I have to spread the word about water parks. They're so good. There is so much passion in this. I have to spread the word about water parks. Uh, so I think something's something's a little fucked up here, man. Um, for weeks now, actually, I'm pretty sure you've been in some arguments too on social media um, over this water parks deal. That doesn't um, here, Dave. Hold on. You're you're making my brain feel really really weird. List. Dave, Look at your block list. Dave, my head is feeling really, really weird. I don't know what's going on. All I know is that I have to talk about how much passion Austin has for music and how amazing this album entertainment is. It's so damn good. It's so, it's so, ah! Uh, Dave, what's I going on? What's going on, Dave? Oh, my head, it hurts so much. It hurts so much. Holy shit. Uncross your legs. Dude, why would I ever fucking cross my legs? Yeah. Holy fuck, Dave. Why is my hair blue? It's blue, and I'm pretty sure you have makeup on. Dave, I don't remember, like, the last three days. Are we we doing the fucking show right now? Yeah, man, we're we're mid-show, and it's official... You're a water parks fan. <laughs> okay, Dave, are. that was hilarious. That was hilarious. Wait. Yeah. All right, look. I've had days. I mean, come on. We've all been drinking. I've had days where I don't remember like a few of them. But so did I, you know, we did the whole show. Did I talk about how much I like Marmosets and Dangerous Summer and all that kind of stuff? You did that too, but yeah, you also liked water parks, so. No. That's ridiculous. Uh, 
All right, Dave, I don't know what you're talking about. Not much of this makes sense, but, you know, we all drink. We all, we understand. So, yeah. let's talk about fucking entertainment, man. Whew. Man, I will tell you, I did honestly listen to this. Oh, boy, I'm surprised. Did you make it past track five? I made it through the entire thing. I oh, made it through the entire boy. thing. And holy shit, all right, I am going to rip this goddamn album apart. Are you ready for this, Dave? Are you fucking ready for this? Uh, he has a set of knives beside him. He's going to tear <laughs> the stick to the head. All right, wait. I am hearing some weird things. Hold on. Uh, Holy fuck. No fucking way. Get out of my fucking studio. What the hell? What the fuck? Dave, call somebody. There's no boss with this thing. Just get out of there. Dave, call, 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 call Jackson. Let me go. All right, no, no bullshit, guys. Um, Ian's really gone from the fucking mic. Um, he had drug out. He's, I don't, probably by fucking AP or. I was talking about fucking Nazis for a minute. I'm gonna just end the show. Um, that's yeah. I don't know what the, I do not end the show. I don't control. He has the control, so I'm just really gonna sign off. Yeah. So especially on this note, um, don't. Be a fucking dick. Um, Dave out. All right, Dave. Holy shit, man. What a great week for albums. Uh, uh what the fuck happened, man? Well, I mean, where, where, where I don't, fuck, where, do, where the fuck do you go? Well, I don't. I mean, I don't make the albums. I just thought everyone did a really good job. Like, there was only like one EP that we didn't really like, and everything else we loved. No, man, you we didn't even we didn't cut to the fuck the the beefiest part of the episode. We just fucking cut out. You were gone. Someone fucking took you off your mic and was fucking gone. Where where did you go? That's what I want to know. So I can maybe do the review, and we can finish the album reviews before we go on to the next week's album reviews. I don't know what you're talking about. It's Monday. We started the reviews at sometime Monday. It's still Monday. Where did I go? What do you mean? I've been sitting here the whole time. Dude, it's fucking Wednesday now. Dude, we don't record the show on Wednesday. That doesn't give me enough time to edit. It's Monday. Yeah. I haven't left the seat. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, No, man. Uh, You have shit all, all types of fuckered up. Uh, Dave, look, I like that you're trying to bring bits to the show. Like, that is great. Yeah. I mean, you were doing yeah. great during this episode with the teases and the puns and everything. Like, yeah. really great. I'm glad. But you kind of got to let me know before we do a bit that that's what you're yeah. trying to do. We just talked about great albums. We talked about Marmosets. We talked about The Dangerous Summer. What else we talk about? We talked about... Uh, we didn't really well, like... We didn't talk about Water Parks. That's what we did. No, we did. Dude, gone. I told you, told you how great of an album it was. We talked about how it's probably the best album of 2018, maybe the best album of the 21st century. Well, I have two things for you. One, you need to go back and review the episode okay. and edit. Two, sure. you're yeah. not getting this episode out in time because it's Wednesday. All right. Well, then you know what? Let's skip over the silliness and let's just talk about upcoming albums and we'll get to everything else we have to do. Does that work? <sighs> you know, at this point, Ian, I don't, I don't know what to do with you. Um, you're obviously fucked up and you're into some shit that maybe I don't know about. You're taking this way too far. This bit is going way, way, way too far. 
<laughs> None of this. I don't know what you're talking about. All right, we're we're gonna get to everything else. Don't worry. Obviously, you need to get some sleep or something. So <laughs> Wednesday, I'm sure. All right. So Wednesday, man. Upcoming albums for February second. We've got Don Bracco, Loyals, Story Untold, and Rivals. Yeah, those are all great and all, and I'm looking forward to it. Just you go back and review. Just look at this Dude, episode. Dave, obviously I edit every show. It takes me like a long time to edit because we put so many like parts together and stuff. Obviously, I'm going to listen to the show. You don't have to tell me like I've been here the whole time. Look at your fucking hair, man. Yeah, I dyed it blue. I love water parks. All right. Um, well, the show has gone cold world. What a weird thing to say. All right, Dave, you, you need some rest or something. We still have a lot of segments to go. Well, fuck it. All right, man. That's a motto, I guess, of this episode. Once you review it, just fuck, fuck I it remember, all. Dude, just I said we'll, that like 30 minutes on. ago. Yeah. I yeah, guess let's just go on to Breakdown from the Past. Breakdown from the Past time it is. You think we're going to kiss your ass since you get a good review in your magazine? Well, you're mistaken, my friend. Take a self-righteous pose and want to be right or can't be out pencil. Shove it up your ass. Shove it up your ass, you punk. Shove it up your ass. All right, Dave, breakdown from the past time. What do you got for me? Oh, Ian, we did have a couple of unique albums this week that kind of caught us off guard, if you do remember. Mm-hmm. Um, Marmosets threw us all for a fucking loop. Um, Tiny Moving Parts threw us for a loop. And The Dangerous Summer. Sure. So are you familiar with the band The Morning Of? I am. And they are kind of one of those bands that are just fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Definitely in the uh, scene boy phase, you can call them. I don't know. So they actually went into... They had some big albums and releases for how small they were. And they tra- and they were doing tours with Incubus. No, no, their producer was the uh, producer of Incubus, Jack's Mannequin. Hoobastank. Yeah. stank. Sure. But they are strange as hell and i was more curious than even know if you fucking like them so i had to pick them i haven't picked a weird one for you for a long time that is true that is very true and and i didn't i did honestly enjoy this band i'm not gonna lie to you right i, I did i don't anymore because dave grew up but sometimes <laughs> it's fun to look back and make fun of yourself a little bit you know sure i would really like to play for them the song gray turning gold turning Light by the morning of The wind might catch me, capture and dispatch me. Yeah, man. Look, I like them as well. 
I would say the album I know when I was just thinking about it there, The World As We Know It, that's probably yeah. the main one that I listen to, and I don't think I follow them after. I don't think I follow them after, you know? Okay. Yeah. But good choice. I had, I had that album. Yeah, I think everyone did. Yeah. <laughs> did you uh, Did you have long, straightened hair, too? No, I never did the straight hair thing. Man, I did. I did the crazy gel shit. That's what I always did. Oh, okay. Okay. Man, why, why haven't you uploaded a picture of that? There are no pictures of me. <laughs> there really isn't. <laughs> no, there really aren't. I fucking hate pictures. Right. Yeah. <laughs> What's, what, what band do you have? So this is a band that I actually just found during Spotify. So unfortunately, Ooh. no like background story or anything. But All this right. is a band called As Alice Sleeps. And it's a post-hardcore band from around 2010. And they had two full-length albums. One called Dreamer in 2012 and one called Absolute in 2013. And okay. I just like them. There's really yeah. no major backstory. So I figure I want to play the track The Dreamer. Sometimes breakdown from the past needs an actual breakdown. Yep. So there we go. <laughs> yep. But yeah, man, good breakdown from the past, but. All right, Dave, do that thing you do. All right, guys. Um, keep up liking, subscribing, telling a friend. Um, I'm sure Ian's about to put out seven episodes of something soon, so <laughs> it's true. <laughs> pay attention to that. Um, hopefully, everyone still enjoyed the anniversary episode if they're just now finishing it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think actually my girlfriend's probably right there. She's plugging away on it. Nice. Um, it is. Yeah, a there's a whole bunch to pull from those. There's so much to learn. I know. I know me being on the show. I know I learned a lot and I know already know half the bands that are we're reviewing, but mm -hmm. just this week I gained three bands, I would say, that I'm a big fan of. Waterparks. So mm -hmm. oh yeah, of course. Yeah, so rate review, five stars always. Get in contact with us. If you I'd imagine you have us on social media platforms. If you don't, it's pretty easy. It's Ian Hates. Well, not on Twitter though. Twitter. There is someone else that has that. And I don't know how they got no it. No fucking way. Yeah. But anyways, if you want to find us on Twitter and Instagram, it's at Ian Hates Podcast. No yep. S at the end. Ian Hates Podcast. On Facebook, that's Facebook.com slash Ian Hates. Okay. And then Gmail, Ian Hates at Gmail.com. Plus the website, Ian Hates.com. Yeah. Only the real Ian Hates can have Ian Hates.com. And that's why yeah. I have it. 
So yep. besides the point. Dave is absolutely correct. I have been working very, very hard on a lot of stuff that needs to come out. I already told you about some of it. I have brand new stuff. Ty helped me get an awesome band coming on the show this week. So I just have to get these conversations out. I'm just having no time. I can't wait to get you guys the Sean Dowling of Synapses Firing one. You guys are going to love that. I just haven't had any time to do it. That's the fucking problem. I have Dawson (laughs) Schultz Part 3. I have a bunch that I can't even announce right now. So trying to find some time in the fucking day to be able to do these. But then we have these fucking big, long shows, and that's what always happens. So got to try and find the balance somewhere. So stay tuned for all those. Stay tuned for brand new Ian Hates movies as well as a brand new show coming as well. Rate us five stars on iTunes like Dave said. It really does mean a lot to us and it really actually helps. And just continue to share with your friends. This show is already big, but it can be so much bigger. And like I said, 2018 is going to be huge. So help us out there where you can. And we will keep on giving you this awesome free content. And Dave, I believe it's time for your final words. Oh, I've been waiting. I was I would say fuck it because it's been the theme here, but <laughs> it's definitely gonna be just don't be a dick because I really do mean that. <laughs> there you go. And I will leave you the way I always do long days and pleasant nights. Thanks everyone. So goodbye to So I'll